You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Chase Brandon and myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> we talk of, we're going to talk today about uh, backpacking in the Tetons, and specifically the Teton Crest Trail. And the reason for that is it is, we're getting to the fall, and it's backpacking season for for a lot of people they think backpacking season's getting over but for us we're thinking it's just getting to the sweet spot mm-hmm. and um chase was just recently big surprise he was just recently <laughs> out adventuring on the teton crest trail and that's a trail that i have also done and so we we're just going to talk a little bit about that um to maybe give some of you guys ideas of what you can do with your september and october i don't know if they let do they let people through in october on that trail, they might. I'm I don't not, know. I don't know. But I didn't, September's still good. Yeah, yeah, totally. We I did, didn't do the permit for this one, so I'm not really sure. Oh, okay. So we did uh, <coughs> we did our Teton Crest trip in September when we did it, and it was awesome. We did get a little bit of snow uh, on that trip, but it was an awesome trip. Really fun. Oh, it's a beautiful area. I, I've always been very, um, like... The Wind Rivers is my place. That's yeah. my favorite place to backpack. Yeah, me too. But I was I was very impressed. I mean, the Tetons, obviously, they're great. But I enjoyed the terrain where we were more than I expected to. Yeah. That was my experience, too, because, um, you know, every time I used to go up to the Tetons once or twice a summer for climbing purposes. We'd climb the Grand or climb some peak, do some cool, cool climbing trip. And for me, the Tetons felt like a really rugged, awesome mountain range that was just like almost one ridge mm-hmm. and just didn't have the the depth that the Wind Rivers had. For me, the Wind Rivers, I could go in there and stay in there for weeks and never see the same place. And Exactly. And the Tetons, I felt like you hike to the top and then you just can hike down the other side, kind mm-hmm. of like the, the Wasatch uh, here in Ogden. <coughs> and it just, for me, never really seemed as wild and i don't i don't know until i hiked the teton crest trail and i realized there's so much more to the tetons than i thought now it's still not a super wide mountain range or whatever but there's more to it than so does it go through the tetons around the tetons it goes i mean it's it goes right through them it's right on it doesn't not really crest it's they call it the teton crest trail you're not really running on any ridges or anything but it goes it it, we started um rode the tram up at jackson hole at teton village caught the trail there and just walked north up to jenny lake but right there yeah that sounds fantastic 
It's great. It's yeah. beautiful. It, so it's nice. Yeah, and I kind of have the same thought as Greg. Um, we we stayed at Driggs the night we were in Victor Driggs area the night before. I'm looking at it. I'm like, it's just like a stone's throw over those mountains is Jackson. Yeah. So it's like, just this one little ridge. How are we gonna? How am I gonna feel like I'm really backpacking? I feel like I'm gonna be able to see Driggs and see Jackson. You know, I'm not gonna really be back there. But you get back in there, and there's some death to them, and it's it's awesome, incredible area. How many days did you take? Uh, we did four days. Oh well. Um, yeah, Monday through Thursday. Point to point. Yeah. Yep. Point to point. Yeah, we did the same thing. Rode the tram, but we came out to Cascade Canyon. So yeah. I think that's the canyon before the Jenny Lake. Or um, is that so we went? Yeah. So Cascade Canyon goes down, and then there's North Fork that goes up to like Solitude Lake, I think. Uh-huh. Um, we came down, so we went up to Solitude Lake, and then backtracked and went down Cascade oh, Canyon. Okay. So same, um, same route then. So because Jenny Lake is where you started at. Yeah, I right? guess that's true. Um, it pro- uh, plops you out on Jenny Lake, and you can either take the boat the ride across or you yeah. Can hike around Did you guys we, we hiked around and halfway around the hike we're like let's jump in the water so we jumped in and got nice cool off and then hit the trail and went and nice. got some food <laughs> nice yeah that's a that's a fun trail and you know it is really the tetons are kind of a ridge like mm-hmm. when you're on the crest trail you're so the teton crest goes on the west side of like the grand and the south teton and middle teton and um, so as you're hiking along, you get a good, quite a, quite a good view of the west side of those big peaks. Um, and it's almost like on this, you're on this little shelf, mm-hmm. this little flat area. And if you go a little further west, it starts dropping down toward Driggs. And if you go to the east a little bit, you have to climb up a hill and then you're over on the ridge by the, the Grand and stuff like that. So it isn't like, it's not this real it's not a mountain range where you can hike in 15 miles or anything like the wind rivers but when you're on that shelf it really it's beautiful and it kind of feels like you're you've really got some solitude and there's not that many people on that trail Mm -mm. they don't they limit the uh, permits pretty well so that you're not don't feel like you're just at a campground or anything so Um, chase would you say it's uh good for instagram Oh, the best. <laughs> Let me tell you, the wildflowers, whoo, man, you'll get some more. Are you more serious? <laughs> it, oh. it really, like, the wildflowers were breathtaking. Yeah. And that's one thing that we didn't get this year in the winds. We, uh. we got flowers, but I feel like the winds is like you're just in this high alpine, incredible granite. Um, whereas here in the, the Tetons, we had some of the most incredible, like, wildflower fields that we're walking through. Oh. Um, it was still so green. And I don't know. I mean, this is my first time doing it. I don't know if it stays green up there year round, but we were end of August and it was so green and flowers were still blooming. And I mean, I'm expecting probably 15 new Instagram followers for my posts. 15? So, yeah, yeah. Probably. <laughs> Did at you, least. Do you have any pictures of your back? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I actually still feel bad about this one. Uh-oh. But yeah. Did they have a supai one? Or? It was similar to that one, but I was the only person that did it. Oh, and oh, I ruined the picture. Drop, okay, I ruined dropped, the picture, guys. You dropped trout and nobody else did. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, the first comment was, we can Photoshop it. I was like, okay, I'm sorry, guys. I guess that was the only one. That, anyways. You ran on your own joke. <laughs> I ran on my own joke. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was funny yeah. until oh. no one else thought it was funny. <laughs> but. Well, 
That's the right. grand is you know, in the well, back. I of appreciate picture. you trying. Thank you. Know, you. That was, yeah, Thank that's. You. So I was gonna, I was just gonna suggest that for people that <laughs> want to follow Chase, you can you can follow him at Chase Moffitt, two F's and two T's. But I'm not gonna suggest that because <laughs> it's okay. That picture will not because I just got onto your Instagram and I'm <laughs> uh, the first thing I saw is a bunch of bare ribs <laughs> have a soup pie. And I can't promote that type of Chase's behavior. Chase's bare rear, bare rear, bare rear. It was bare called rear. Mooney Falls. Oh, so it's justified. That's true. That's that is true. justified. Mooney Falls. <laughs> All right. They don't have that same falls. <laughs> no, it's called the Christ Grand. Trail. It's called the Grand Teton, and I guess you're not supposed to do that at the Grand Teton. Uh, anyways, okay. it was a, it was an awesome trip. Um, that Cascade Canyon, the hike down through there. We actually. Um, me and my friend Tanner split off from the group. Um, we were we were known on this trip as like the ultralighters because, mm. I mean, most people had a 60, 70, some people oh. had 75 liter packs. Oh. Mine was 35. His was oh. like his was like 28 liter pack. Um, oh, yeah. No. Okay. Not pounds. Not pounds. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. but liters. Okay. So uh, at one point, they were taking a nap. We're like, we're going. Like, we want to hike through Cascade Canyon and, yeah. and cruise through. So we split off from the group and we're flying. And we round this corner and like 20 paces in front of me, big old bull moose staring me down. And it stopped me in my tracks. Like, holy crap, way too close to this moose. And so I backed up a little bit, gave it some space. But yeah, we counted, it was probably about 30 feet away from me. Um, Right there, biggest bull moose I've ever seen. And for the next hour and a half, it was walking down Cascade Canyon and we just kind of followed it. That's his home. That's his home. And he was not about to move. And there's one point where... It went off trail, and so we tried to go and pass it, and it turned around and started coming, like walking towards us. It's like, all right, abort, abort, go back, go back. Yeah. And, yeah, it all the way down. So it took us oh. a while, but it was really, really cool to be able to fall this biggest moose we've ever seen just right there. Oh, so that's cool. Pretty sweet. Wow, that's awesome. So you did see wildlife, no bear? Yep. We didn't see any bear. We got to camp, and then we got to camp first because we were cruising, and then about an hour later, some other, another group rolled in, and they're like, oh, my gosh, we just saw the coolest thing. It was a mom and three cubs. What? And three they, cubs. Yeah, which is really rare. Yeah. And I didn't believe them, but they had pictures to prove it. And I was like, dang it, I missed the bears. Yeah, that's but, cool. And they say that, that saw that same moose at the same time. So, oh, really? So you yeah. were close. Yeah. yeah, we were close to it. But I guess they're, those the bears had been spotted in our campsite the night before, two nights before. Cool. So they were hanging around in that area. But incredible place. Yeah, way cool. Um, so our our experience, I we had our little boy. Um, our little girl wasn't wasn't uh, born yet, so that must have been at least more than three years ago. Um, but we had our little boy on that backpacking trip, and um, as we were hiking, I think on day two, as we were hiking to our uh, along what's called the Death Shelf. Yeah, that's an incredible place. Way cool, super cool, really pretty. Um, we had a, st- a snowstorm come through, and it uh, didn't it didn't drop a ton of snow or anything like that. It was just wait the death shelf, death shelf, like a death yeah. canyon shelf. Yeah, death canyon. Yeah. It's it's an incredible section. Way cool, like it's really scenic, beautiful. It's pretty flat actually. The trail's pretty flat through there, and you can really kind of cruise along, mm-hmm. but really fun. Um, anyway, so we were hiking along there, and it started snowing on us, so we. Uh, and it was about time for lunch. It was really quite cold that day. We were in, it was mid-September, and it was probably, well, if it was snowing, it had to be in, been at least in the 30s. And our little boy was getting pretty cold. So we pulled out the Hilleberg and just 
detach the inner tent from it, our four our four person, um, the Nalo 4GT. And so we just set up the rain fly and everybody gathered in there and we had lunch in there and it was, we were nice and warm in that tent and everything while the storm was blowing on the outside. And then when we were done, took it down and kept hiking and the storm cleared, sun came out and it warmed up to like the fifties and it was fifties and sunny and perfect, but it was just kind of a fun, memorable experience. That's awesome. Another reason to buy a Hilleberg. <laughs> um, one, uh, number reason number 472. Um, but yeah we we really liked it we weren't expecting i wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as i did and i was really excited about it but i'm can't wait to go back yeah i've got some buddies that that go up there and they run the crest trail uh quite a bit they'll just start in the morning and run the whole thing 35 miles or something like that so just doing a day about that do you need a permit to do that or i don't know i don't think so because we were we were talking about doing that same thing and we weren't sure about doing a permit i um, don't think you do unless you need to stay overnight okay and then there's like a i, I don't know if you know this or you know this brand but there's a section that we camped in that was like the jedediah smith wilderness that wasn't in the park right so we were wondering if we could cruise through a camp there because it's not inside the park and then use the trail to get out. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. That's maybe a that's a trail hack if I ever heard one. <laughs> right? Yeah, Just yeah. camp in that little sliver that's not part of the national park. I'm not sure if the permit is to be in the national park or if it's just to camp on the trail. I, I don't really know. I think it's managing the, Just the, the trail. national Us, like users? park. Yeah, yeah, the amount of users in the backcountry. Yeah, because they've got campsites along the way, and there are only so many campsites. Mm-hmm. And so they limit the... Limit the amount of people so that people aren't camping outside the campsites and causing problems. Yeah. Um, yeah, you might be able to do that. I'm not sure, to be honest. I'll look into that. That'd be but cool. If you can, I mean, that'd be sweet to do that as an overnighter, like 15 miles in and then like yeah. do it 20 the next day and just get out. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but honestly, like that's such a pretty place that, you know, it's kind of, it sounds cool to, hey, I just want to go up there and we'll run through and do it all in a day. But. I wanted to spend more time on yeah. the trail, not less time. Like we spent, we were four days, three nights too, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, we we hiked around eight miles a day or something like that. And I was feeling like, man, by the last night we were there, it's just like, I just don't want to go back. Like mm-hmm. I want to, I want to <laughs> stay here for another five days or something. So, um, well, yeah, that, there's that, that hike down Cascade Canyon and out, um, to Jenny Lake is incredible. Oh, it's so there's, pretty. we were kind of, like I said, we were hacking pretty quick and I looked up at one point and I was like, there is the coolest waterfall coming right out with the grand right in the background. And I'm just hiking. I'm not even paying attention. Right. It could be really cool to take several days to do that and just really soak it all in. Yeah, definitely. Well worth the, the trip. So what are... What are some other places? I know there's some other places to backpack in the Tetons, but I haven't. My time in the Tetons has pretty much all been spent in and around the, uh, in Garnet Canyon or around the Grand Teton. Um, and so I'm not familiar. I know there's like, uh, uh, what's the lake if you're hiking up toward Garnet Canyon? There's a split in the trail. One goes to the right to the lake that is called... I'm not sure. <laughs> I forget what it's called. 
Brandon? Uh, amphitheater Lake is what it's called. That's what it is. That's what I was thinking. I, yeah, yeah, Amphitheater yeah. Lake. I was, yeah. I was thinking Movie Theater Lake, and then I remember knew, that's not And you it. knew that wasn't it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Amphitheater Lake. And then the left goes, takes you into Garnet Canyon. I know a lot of people, well, I know of a few people that have camped at Amphitheater Lake and said that was beautiful. And that's like a three and a half mile hike in now. Okay. So that's kind of a just a cool, quick, quick overnighter. Um, and then I know that you can hike the Teton Crest Trail starting at Teton Pass, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I think you I can think go that whole can. way, but I haven't haven't done that. That would be cool. Well, because the, the trail drops you off not far from the pass. I mean, that's not a very far... I, yeah, distance I wise it's not super far i was thinking it was like 10 miles or maybe it's maybe not even that far there, maybe it is i could be wrong i don't feel like it's super far though yeah um yeah so there's a, a little bit of information i guess for you if um you are interested in hiking the teton crest trail what was some of the gear that you took that um, if you're giving gear suggestions for people wanting to do that in September or maybe even October. September, good camera, it uh, sounds like. Man. Yeah, good camera. Yeah. I, I would take quite a bit different gear than what I took. Um, my pack came in at, I want to say it was like 18 pounds. So I didn't take super thick, burly stuff. I took the Granite Gear Crown 38 um, pack, the Big Agnes Tiger Wall 2 Platinum um, tent. So... I wouldn't take that. I love that tent, but if I'm, it's not good for snow. Like, I think it wouldn't do super good underweight with snow. Um, so yeah, a three season, four season tent. Um, I took the Western Mountaineering Terralite sleeping sleeping bag, and I would take that one hands That's down again. Ideal. Um, I absolutely great tent. Um, you don't. Bag. Did I say tent? Yeah. <laughs> great, great sleeping bag. Yep. It would not make a great tent. <laughs> um, but I mean, I I really like the granite gear pack. I could probably carry 30 pounds in that thing comfortably. It carries weight pretty well. Um, but yeah, Cadine B free water filter still is my favorite filter. Um, darn tough socks. I took my Labent socks. Those are really warm for at night sleeping. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, September. It's it's interesting because I went. I was pretty warm when we were there. Um, but I would not take a lot of the gear that I did take. I'd take a warmer down jacket, a different tent for sure. Those two things. It surprises me how much colder the Tetons can be than the mountains here in Utah mm-hmm. or even the Wind Rivers. And yeah. just on the yeah. other, I mean, I was in the Tetons. We were Yellowstone in Park Island, Island Park. Island Park. Park. Um, Holy crap, it was cold at night. Yeah. yeah. Bryden said it dropped below freezing. He, he said was it was there. the coldest there, which he was right there by Island Park, than it had been all through the rest of... And this is like the late July. Yeah. It's all through Canada, or not Canada, but the Canada border there, through Glacier, all the way down. And he's like, oh, yeah, that was easily the coldest night I, I've had. I'm like, wow, dude, that's... Yeah, it's, yeah that's, it's... It must be a pocket up there that's just really really it, cold <laughs> it's nuts to me because yeah. like i'll regularly hear about temperatures in the in yellowstone like during the winter like negative 40 is not uncommon and i think holy smokes like the coldest places well you know i live in the coldest part of of uh, the ogden valley which is quite a bit colder than even over here in ogden ogden valley is not the same <laughs> as ogden 
um, I live in a really cold place, and so I'll wake up and it'll be like like our coldest morning of the year. And I think, oh my gosh, this is so cold. It's negative 10 degrees out or it's negative 14 degrees out or something. It's crazy cold. And then I'll hear about like, well, just an average night in Yellowstone is negative 40 degrees. Okay, so it's it's late August right now. And the Yellowstone at night, um, which is you know, near the Tetons, but uh, 33, 35, 39, 37, 39. That's this next week. Highs in the upper 60s, low 70s. August. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's chilly. Yeah. That's like a good 10 degrees colder than than the Uinas or even the Wind Rivers at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. And the Tetons are kind of the same. Like, they get a little bit of that, like, real cold weather. Um, just surprised me. <coughs> surprised me because when we were doing the Teton Crest in September, um, you know, trying to think what the temperatures were that they, they got down below freezing at night and even during the day when we were hiking there in the 30s uh, for one of the days anyway and i was just surprised because we rarely get that cold a temperature so i um i didn't realize this until well i didn't realize a lot of things until i worked at the uh, outdoor program and we hung around with a couple likes to check the weather guys because uh-huh. i'm notorious for just not even checking just you just go <laughs> just, right? go. Right. just go and if you just go to the teton crest trail you, you might be taken back by how cold it is yeah. you might just go home you might just <laughs> just go home yeah so uh yeah pro tip uh check the weather where you're going because even just a few hours away it could be much much cooler than where you are or hotter, you know, yeah. wherever, wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be significantly different um, weather patterns. They're a thing. I know it's crazy. It sounds so dumb to talk about, but it could greatly affect your trip. Um, nothing that doesn't even when you get into like rain in southern Utah and flash floods. And I mean, all the things that like if you don't consider it beforehand on your trip, it, you could get in trouble. So mm-hmm. um, this was this surprises me. I'm surprised it's that cold up there already. That blows my mind. It's it was it's getting chilly around here too. I mean, last night I was on a bike ride and I was I was chilly at the end of my yeah. ride. It was definitely it was cold. So yeah. So when I <laughs> when I'm going skiing here, I'm always curious. Like, oh, I wonder how much colder it is in Jackson, if at all, or whatever. And I'll check my little phone weather app, and it's negative 14 at my house in uh, Liberty, Utah. And it is negative twenty five in Jackson or something oh. like that. And it's, it's like cloth it's, planet, it's, <laughs> like <laughs> freaking frozen, mm-hmm. right? And so it's it's crazy to me that Jackson and the Tetons and then uh, are probably regularly about ten degrees colder than here. And then I think Yellowstone's even a bit colder than Jackson. Uh, okay. um, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, oh, it's nuts. Anyway what we're trying to get to with all of this is check the weather and and maybe plan on bringing slightly warmer gear to the Tetons than you than you might if you're used to backpacking in uh Utah or in the Wind Rivers or I remember uh being up there at Jenny Lake with the family and we just got we were having a picnic day and we were sitting there and I was in a a jacket like a just a because it was kind of cold you know and locals you could tell they were locals come rolling up shirts off beers in hand paddleboard on the water <laughs> yeah. i'm like okay 
right. <laughs> All right. They're, they're attuned to the temps around yeah. here because I think it's freaking cold. Like, I got a light jacket on, and they are, like, living it up. It was a beautiful sunny day, but it was chilly, you know, and they it didn't bother them in the slightest. So it's 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 interesting, uh, you know, weather, weather pattern. We get used to the weather where we're at, you know what we like but yep. that's funny definitely well that sounds like a good trip i appreciate you i am i didn't know nothing about it and i, I love the tetons uh from afar <laughs> from my car uh, <laughs> i've camped in the teeth around there before um but i haven't i didn't know exactly where that trail was i was trying to picture it in my head it's uh, it's interesting it starts where it doesn't then how far north can you drop can you keep going or do you just yeah have, you, you can have go to up drop through um into jenny painters is it called painters no, that's painters uh, is UNOs. Paintbrush. 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 Oh. Yeah, um, we can go. We were gonna. We thought about doing that, but it would have added quite a bit of miles, and I don't think we we're all filling up to I mean, it. I guess you could just walk to Canada. Yeah, you, you could. Yeah. yeah, but the actual trail. Um, I think it goes. I don't know if it goes much further north than that. I'm not sure. Um, like I, I said, either. I was kind of along for the ride on this one. Mm. I didn't get the permit. I didn't really plan anything. Didn't check the weather. I brought my pack <laughs> and a stupid bear canister. Sorry, I probably shouldn't say that on this show. But that bear canister weighed way too much. Uh, and your pack was 18. Well, pounds. And they have they have bear. Yeah, like metal bear boxes along the way there, so you don't. They had them, but there's one campsite that they didn't. Oh, and so they're like you have to have them for this one campsite, and that dang bear it probably weighed four or five pounds. <laughs> and the worst part is one of my favorite things when I'm backpacking is watching my pack shrink as I eat more food. That didn't happen because I had a bear canister. So I, by the end of the trip, I had my whole tent, my jacket, my long johns, my socks. All sort of my bear canister. And it was just great. So, just so your your backpack could sleep. Exactly. I'm glad you didn't let it ruin your trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. He's, everyone, not, he's everyone, never going back. <laughs> everyone on that trip will say Chase and Tanner hated the bear canisters. That's all they probably remember, remembered about us. Well, and your bear hiney. And the bear hiney. <laughs> they might have loved that. Did you take spray? Um. Yeah, I had spray. Um. Mosquitoes? Didn't even put mosquitoes around the whole time. Well, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I guess one of the perks of having a slightly colder Cold area weather. is no get rid of the yeah. bugs faster. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks for uh, the update on that trip. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah I'm, man, I want to go now. I want to go back to the Teton Crestra. I think we're hitting the Wind Rivers, though. Yes. Um, but my wife and I have talked about going to the Teton Crest Trail. Uh, just the two of us without the kids oh, one of these snap. years and yeah. might be quite the romantic little hike well anyways I next hear time there's wild flowers <laughs> i i've heard that too never yeah. never there seen. are cool <laughs> all right so thanks for oh, joining us your face chase <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> anyway thanks for joining us for this podcast and uh, this conversation about the Teton Crest Trail hope you guys get to uh, go out and enjoy it one of these days and um, if you want to follow Gear 30 on Instagram you can find us at gear underscore three zero and also like us on Facebook and visit our website gear30.com that's spelled out g-e-a-r-t-h-i-r-t-y dot com and um, Bryden is now through the Wind Rivers and through southern Wyoming. Is he into Colorado yet? 
Um, no, he was hoping to be out of Wyoming by the 30th, I believe. Well, I don't so. blame him. I'd want to be out of Wyoming. <laughs> just you know, I we joke sometimes about Wyoming um, because when you drive through Wyoming on like I eighty or whatever, it's just like sagebrush and stuff. Yeah, it's got like two of the best mountains. Oh ages. my gosh! Yeah. The world, like the Wyoming might be my favorite state as far as just mountains. west eastern or western Wyoming is great, incredible. But even the Bighorn Mountains in yes, near true. Sheridan are are so so pretty. Southern Wyoming is <laughs> is not the most the prettiest place, but anyway, um, so yeah, um, so check out Bryden, follow Bryden on his journey through the Continental Divide Trail on Gear30.com on our blog, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Check this out. <laughs>